Hey everybody, it is April 10th, 2020 on a Friday morning and I think our last one was March 13th Yeah, uh, that I haven't released yet. Dr. James Chu's in the house. Uh, James, crazy time. <laughs> Corona. Corona, yeah, has affected the world. Yeah, this is a, we we got this nice filter right here to yeah. to block the virus. Yeah. Just for you guys, uh, we have masks and gloves on, so we're 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 doing our part today. <laughs> Ben's social distancing, yeah, from he's, me. I blew him a kiss got and a, caught it. His 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 mustache is a nice viral filter. Yes, it's natural. Yes, come natural. on, we got to shave that. We got to <laughs> shave that, Ben. All right, so how do we open this up? It's been a while. Since we've been doing anything, yeah. um, the world has been on hold since the last time we had a conversation. The I world's mean, been stopped. on hold. Our uh, do more group has defunct. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> uh, they went to do more to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> they went to do more to hole up and do nothing. Yeah. So, so I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know how those people are adjusting. I know that um, we talked about this before we got on air today. Um, this situation has definitely revealed people's characters and walks and what they're afraid of and not afraid of. Yeah. I mean, it's been the wildest social experimental ride of, and, 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 and you learn so much about human behavior. I mean, it's, it's been I mean, minute to minute changes, at least for our job, you know, in, in the healthcare field, not knowing, uh, what we're going to be doing, the rules and regulations, the executive orders from the governors, from this, this, and that, and uh, all the uncertainty, fears, joblessness. I mean, it is um, certainly pre- making uh, things very difficult to keep your he- wits about you if you are, um, you know, if you don't have your job and uh, all this kind of stuff and what this virus is going to do, what it may or may not do, all that stuff. It's been wild ride for a lot of folks and you know as a result you know what what are your observations and when what what you see jazz (laughs) there's about um three people that three to four people and you know i would we talked about energy our last episode that we'll release soon but the energy of Mm -hmm. dr james chu and the energy of harrison smith are probably the most uh consistent that i've i've been around in a long time and, and me finally getting there at peace and finding some more meditation and spiritual. Um, it's just a solid, it's a solid way to walk and you wish more people could get there so well, they could not be so stressed in these times. Well, you, you've, you've, uh, you've taken this as an opportunity. It seems like to make things a little bit more quiet in your life. So I, I guess in the last yet to be revealed podcast we, we you were finishing up combine season we kind of talked about energy and all that kind of stuff so may, maybe that will be released and, and i have a little bit more context coronavirus hits right after that and it has been like this forced quiescent quiet time for the wood gym uh, i mean everyone of course everyone but, but you know but, but it, you've taken it as an opportunity right as a, as a reflection mm-hmm. as a semi-vacation um I, i've taken all this as a blessing i, mm-hmm. I know uh you know our prayers go out to everybody that has passed away or, or gotten infected absolutely from this yeah. for sure mm-hmm. but you always got to look at positives and if you don't you know you'll just go down a spiraling hole of mm-hmm dismal bliss so i didn't want to do that so i was like 
Well, like you said, the combine's very he- heavy. Three months, mm-hmm. uh, people living with you and training and, and doing all that. So you get into other other stable of um, haven't had time to sit and reflect at all. Mm. So then you really get this time and you're like, ah, oh, you know, let, let me see how I want to take my business. Let me see at 51 years of age, doing it almost 30 years, where do I want to go now? Mm-hmm. Because now you have choices because all of a sudden your business is the world has stopped. The world has stopped. People aren't driving on the roads as much. I mean, it's literally so much more quiet right yeah. now. Right? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> now, uh, coming in this morning, there were a lot of people out there. Okay. There were a lot more. I think mm-hmm. people are getting, I think this is going to take a reflection of we're, we're like, it's biblical. We're designed to work. Mm-hmm. We're, we're designed to do something. So yeah. I think people are like, okay, I can only sit and watch so much Netflix. I can only sit and yeah. drink so much, eat so much, uh, figure out who their spouses are, their friends are, figure out the, the balance of that. Uh, like I said, the business part for me is going to be amazing. Mm. And I've used this as, as a blessing to uncertain levels of where where it's going to go for the next two or three years because I've been forced with the blessing of this to figure it out. To I couldn't before. I was always had questions because I never had time to stop. Yeah. Because you're working 14, 16 hours a day and you're like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Now you have time to reflect and you're like, how do I want to do this? And mm. it's, it's all on me. It's my choice. And I never had that choice before because right. I, I still felt like I was the person from 20, 25 years ago. And I'm not. Oh, right. The business isn't. Right. I'm not. The people I'm around, I'm not. So I get to make my own choices now. Okay. So, I mean, for, for you, I guess 20, 25 years, well, you're, you're just getting your career started, right? Yes. And then you're just hustling and probably a little... Uh, not as secure in your establishment, right? I mean, early on, I would say. And so you're just always kind of, you know, it's developing your reputation, developing your, you know, skill set and all that kind of stuff. And right now at 51, after you've been doing it for so long, you can kind of say, look, you know, I don't, that, that grind is for a younger Charlie. Right. Right. And, yeah. and, and things are a lot more established and you can kind of pick and choose, right? right. What you want. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. This grind mm-hmm. isn't. <clears throat> I'm going to have a different grind. Yeah. And uh, it's, it started. Yeah. It started in April and it's going to keep going. And um, there'll be more yeses and more noes. And, and not, it, it's just not going to, the wood gym is not going to control me anymore. I'm going to control it. Right. So I, I guess that really you've taken this opportunity to uh, look at wellness. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I tried to FaceTime Kojak all night long to see if he wanted to be our third uh, guy on the podcast, but he went missing. Uh, uh, well, what if, he would have been the, a perfect guy because, you know, he's a soft liberal. <laughs> and he would have saw it the other way that this is 100% real. We're all going to die. Nobody's going to heaven. There is no heaven. I don't know what it is. What just happened, man? You know, what just happened to the podcast? Yeah, it just so, went crazy. He's, but, he walked in with gloves, a mask, boots. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this, our, uh, one of our uh, wood gym personalities just walked through with a the completely different ha- haircut. Dr. Steve Sterling's uh, in the house. Yeah, Steven! Yeah, uh, got a makeover. Wow. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, uh, so I think you've taken upon yourself to look at this as an opportunity for at least mental break, mental wellness. And I, and I think 
kind of when I'm looking at this whole thing, just on a national level, and I'm looking at those who are um, seem to be more at risk, this happened pretty early on in um, some of the thoughts that were going on in, say, Italy, okay, that there was a vulnerable group of individuals that were 65, maybe had some comorbidities, um, meaning that they were also ill, diabetics, maybe, maybe also smokers and, you know, kind of an unhealthier lifestyle. Those were the most at risk for dying from the disease or getting, you know, worse complications as a result. And it's kind of shaking out in a similar fashion here. Now, um, I know that there will be the exceptions that you will, f- we can find someone out there that has died from coronavirus that didn't have any of the classic um, risks, older, and maybe this person was younger, didn't have any health symptoms, and for whatever reason, um, tragically, they've died. So, But that, if I have to take the 40,000-foot view of this and, and look at it from a kind of statistical perspective and say, okay, the majority, though, the vast majority of individuals did have comorbidities. And um, I, I had some conversations with, uh, I trained in New Orleans. And so New Orleans Parish uh, thus far has had about twice the amount per 100,000 than New York um, as far as deaths are concerned. So it's, it, was, it was a lot harder hit. Um, <clears throat> I trained down there um, and uh, and had spoken to some um, old friends of mine that were our physicians in some of the big, bigger hospital that's taking care of a lot of the, the COVID patients. Um, and they're, they got hit like a, like hurricane Katrina all over again. Uh, you know, it, it, it was very, very serious down there. Um, very sick individuals. Um, and, but a lot of their earlier reports were, um, some of these individuals that were getting, um, going to the ICU were also individuals that were morbidly obese, diabetics, and whatnot. Okay, so that was, that was kind of the profile. And so the latest Reuters report that I've looked at said about 97% of the individuals in New Orleans had some either um, diabetes, they were obese, or they had heart issues, or, you know, some of these chronic conditions. And so, you know, when, when I'm thinking about this disease, I'm, I'm also thinking about the things that you and I have been talking about this entire time, wellness and fitness and all that. You know, the, this kind of resilience in, 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 in the face of stress. And I mean, th- what is more stressful right now than this not only the fears of coronavirus, but what it's actually doing to our governments, what it's actually doing to our businesses, your employment, and all that kind of stuff. Very, 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 very stressful right now. And so your inherent resilience, I think, can stem from how well what, – what kind of homework did you do beforehand, right? What kind of physical – were you prepared physically for all of this? Were you – you know, it's a good time if you're at home right now – being safer at home, shelter in place, or whatever whatever it may be, to start thinking about your physical wellness. Because we can't, I mean, yeah, we can socially distance, we can do all of those things, and we should at this time. Um, but at the same time, um, you're, we can't control for our age, all right? You know, 65, 75, 80 years old, we can't do that. But we can certainly have a, a large amount of control and the foods that we eat and how well you are physically, all right? Because 
clearly those are the most people at risk for problems. Okay. It's not everyone, but the vast majority of people that have had the most serious outcomes from this had these chronic conditions that could well be managed with a, with a lifestyle, right? A health and wellness. So did we do our homework um, to prepare ourselves physically um, with wellness? And I, I think all of our conversations that we had before lead up to this. You know, those people that are physically more capable are also inherently more resilient to the virus. And why aren't we talking about that? You know, why, why, Steve just in time. Good job, Stephen. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, but why, why haven't we? We haven't talked about it as a nation. Well, let's let's get our nation prepared for the next virus. Okay, get your ass in shape then. Not, sh- not not the let's not shake hands and all this kind of stuff. Why aren't we talking about? Okay, let's cut ourselves off from the medical pharmaceutical pharmaceutical industrial complex. Okay. So, and I'm a th- doctor and I make my money in my business and my livelihood off of, you know, treating people uh, at times with medicines, at times with other things, you know, but at the same time, I like nothing better than for my patients to be off of stuff if they can, right? So for their own well-being. So what now is a good time to prepare ourselves for that whatever next wave of disease that might be coming theoretically in the fall, because of what you need to do is get in shape. You know, we can talk about the not shaking hands. We can talk about the social distancing and all that kind of stuff. But those who are most at risk are the ones that are smoking, drinking, eating too much, not exercising enough. Bottom line, you know, the ones that are most at risk. And of course, the ones that are older, and we can't control for all of those things. So, but there are some individuals that can look at this coming up. You know, that's this next wave. The weather's getting better. Man, if you're at home right now, there are things that you can do at home. You know, we've got, there are a lot of online resources. You know, gravity is still around, you know, all of us. The world hasn't completely stopped. There's still gravity. So you can do your push-ups and pull-ups and you can you can walk upstairs or other things that you can do to get, get yourself in shape, right? Mm-hmm. So why aren't we thinking about the nation in those terms? Get yourself off of these drugs and off of these medicines. Get yourself stronger, fitter, more healthy, because the next coming Corona storm, whatever it may be, is going to attack those people that are most vulnerable. And that's a lifestyle issue. You right? know, it, it, that's amazing information. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, that's why you're here. That's why we work so well together. It's the um, it, it's amazing. So. So, you know, we've chatted about this on Sundays, you know, why we've been mm-hmm. doing our social distancing training. Yeah. Um, why don't they report any of those studies when they show the deaths on TV of like obesity? I, th- I think age? it's I think it, I think it's coming. You know, it's still this is all so very new and very, you know, so there's nothing. Reuters is not a medical journal. So, you know, uh, but I think, you know, eventually when this all shakes out, there will be some more thoughtful information that's out there that you know is well studied and all that but it there, it's it's pretty clear right now that there are those people that are most at risk do have these issues and problems um so you know the national prepared preparedness for this may not be vaccines there's no promise of a vaccine that's coming um I, i'm sure they're, they're they're working on it but really your preparedness readiness for this disease should be 
get get strong, get fit, you know, all those things. It always goes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah, all, that, that's, I mean, isn't mm-hmm. that where we all started the strong survive and the weak <laughs> don't? Yeah. I mean, isn't that where... You well, know, the natural habitat is the same way as is us. Well, there's eat life before life eats you. Well, there's there's certainly the message needs to be different for sure. I mean, everyone can should be encouraged to to think about it on those terms. I think um, because we can't control for all of these things. Maybe they have a vaccine. Maybe they don't. Maybe maybe it comes back. Maybe it doesn't. But it, it all boils down to the same thing. What's your take on the vaccine? I think it's coming. I mean, I, there's no doubt that there are multiple, multiple um, efforts to bring one for the fall and f- earlier. Now, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fast. They're going to get it in, um, and you know, it's going to be faster than the usual course for vaccine programs, which usually take a, a lot longer. So, sh- will there be shortcuts? Yeah, there will be shortcuts. What does that mean? I don't know. You know, as far as you know, our vaccination program and all that. I'm just speculating here, but I I know for sure that there are multiple attempts to get a a vaccine out very very quickly, um, soon enough. So, but I mean, we can't count on that. We can't count on a vaccine being here. What we can count on is getting within the next several months getting stronger and fitter. We can count on that, right? For the most vulnerable. I mean, so what can you control? That's the only thing that you can control at this point in time. And if you, you, that's the homework that we all need to be doing right now. Yeah. Thinking about people that are holed up and, you know, thinking about some of the do more group, Mm -hmm. you know, that I worry for them because, you know, I FaceTimed a couple of them and they're just sitting up in their home offices and it's like, need to be doing more you know you could do more you yeah. don't have to be the wood gym more but you could do more and uh watching certain people be afraid is 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 almost apocalyptic right like, it, it's kind of like zombies like it, it it's I, i've never seen anything like it oh i haven't either i mean the, the, i think the it reveals thing. the the people that are um People like you, you know, uh, uh, reveals like you know, steady Eddie, as as you always have been, of um, not shaking too much. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I think we part of that is just the work that you you do to prepare yourself for you know contingencies that are out there. I think I think we we got to think about it that way too. Like you know, do we all need to be uh, you know our, our personal a personal resilience in the face of uncertainties, you know, could, could mean a lot of things, not just physically, mentally, but you know, you're, you're, you know, do we, we all need to think about our financial stability. I mean, and do we, do we count on the next bailout? Do we count on the next set of loans? You know, do we count on the medical system being able to support us all again? Because I mean, they've literally shut down elective procedures and all, you know, a lot of services right now. Do you count on the emergency service? Do you count on the police to be able to do the normal set of, you know, kind of measures to keep us safe because, you know, they, they might have different orders altogether. Do you count on, you know, so we should really, hopefully we take a lot from this and we look at the 360 degree view of our lives as it pertains to, you know, our reliance on 
medicines and pharmaceuticals and police and, you know, all this stuff, your finances and the government and all that kind of stuff. And we all need, when you kind of go back to that, in my, my opinion, the old fashioned American, um, ideals of your personal responsibility and independence when it comes to this stuff and how do you get yourself ready for the next set of uncertainties, uh, financially, mentally, spiritually, all those kinds of things. Because I mean, we've got that all pulled out from underneath us to a degree. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, in all honesty, we still have food on the table and, you know, there, there are a lot of things that aren't, aren't, aren't so bad, but, Hey, maybe the next thing it's something different, and and and, and they do pull the food out from underneath us. So what are we going to do for that? I mean, you know, so this is a good opportunity for us to kind of say, okay, where are my weaknesses here? Where you know, in, in in the situation where I feel most vulnerable and all that, and how do I how do I prepare for that? I mean, I, I had a I lived through Hurricane Katrina, so I I know what a national disaster really really looks like, and it's like. Um, or, or a natural disaster, sorry, not national, natural disaster really looks like when, I mean, like literally like there are boats in your neighborhood and it's just like, oh, yeah, it really rattles your world and you realize there's no police, there's no, uh, uh, you know, anyone around at that time. And it's just, there was a whole bunch of uncertainty during that time. And it, it kind of says, well, I need to think about these things a little bit differently. I, I looked at the world a little bit differently because my world was, you know, turned upside down. So what was, did you think about? What was the first thing that came to mind? Personal security, number one. There was no police. They, they were all evacuated. And I had to come back into the city um, as a hurricane relief team. Um, and, I, you know, I was completely safe. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't, I, it was not like I had to blaze my way back into the city. But uh, it definitely, it was unsettling because I was like, okay, there's no police. Eventually there's the National Guard that came in. So they made it safe. But there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, um, it, if you remember looting, riot, rioting in certain areas, um, reports of individuals uh, shooting at helicopters, and I'm like, man, people have lost their minds, you know. So number one thing that I remembered was I got to, and there's no police um, around; they're all evacuated. Like you're on your own, dude, you know. And it's like maybe you should think about personal security a little bit differently, you know. Um, you know, your own well-being and, and, and because it was just totally pulled out from underneath me. That was the first thing I thought, thought about. I'm like, and I was never someone that was really into like, you know, um, you know, this is in, into that at all. Like, right. you know, guns or anything at all. But I sure as hell was like, man, your world is completely different when everybody's away and gone. You're, you're, that's it. So I was like, eh, maybe I need to know how to shoot a pistol. Right. You know, that was the first thing that came into my mind, you know? And then, so, but anyway. What was uh, your first thing with this? This? Corona. Coronavirus. With this? You got the personal security. What I see is it strips everybody. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's equal. And what's the one thing that they're, they're craving is, is their health. Yeah. And their mental wellness yeah. of like, you know, um, I need Charlie. I need a place to try. I need that because nobody's getting that anymore. Right. And, and also the social isolation too. 
you know, all of your, I mean, a lot of people get their socialization through work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you spend most of your time at work. A lot of people do, you know, if your gym or your, your, your tribe, as we had called it, I mean, like, you know, all of that is hampered quite a bit. And so that, that, that screws with us a little bit on our heads, you know, I mean, right. I mean, our wellness in terms of that. Yeah. I mean, but I guess, I don't know. I think I was prepared for things like this without even knowing because it's, it's, it's been a, uh, a different change for me, but I, I don't want to say a good change. Cause I know there's people out there where it's not, mm-hmm. but I, Mine hasn't changed much. I mean, it's changed for the better. And, you know, people yeah. around me are thinking I'm nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> ride or die with me or not. I'm going to yeah. do this this way. You know, either you are that way or not that way. But it yeah. shows people's character. It shows what what they value. Uh, okay. Yeah. Where, where, where they are. And, and it will strip everybody. And I think that's also biblical is it, it, it will all be revealed of who we are and what we stand for, but I'm loving it. (laughs) I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely (laughs) for the first time in my life at 51 years old, I'm at peace. And I think that's the word I was searching for and doing a mountain bike uh, in the woods this week and Mm -hmm. having to dodge 5,000 family walkers that are never out there in the woods any other time. So they better stay up on it. (laughs) I lectured each one when I was flying by without (laughs) a helmet and people yelling at me, you got a helmet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I might die from something else, but that's all right. But, um, listen to a podcast, uh, with Billy blanks talking about peace. He's mm. the Tybo guy. And there's somebody in this room that doesn't know who the hell Billy blanks is. <laughs> um, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Surface. Okay. Let's go deep. Billy blanks is awesome. Like you didn't like Tybo. Cause you never heard the word Tybo before. You didn't know who Billy blanks was. <laughs> and he talked about peace on a podcast. That was amazing of having everything and still being empty. So, um, and and you talk about people like him, mm-hmm. like the Jake Steinfelds, Body by Jake. Do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, these are people that really, Steve. You know these guys, right? These are people that really preach 50-50. health and wellness, and and a long time ago, right? A long time ago, yeah. and you got to respect their walk for that type of jazz. I mean, I know I do. So, what was Billy Blank's background? It was, it was kind of interesting, right? I mean, oh, well, he was in a gang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, before it's called Tybo, Steve, it was called Karobics. <laughs> Karobics. And then he found other people because he started training everybody. And everybody was like, okay, can you come train me one-on-one and, and, and go into movies? But he was in gangs, and um, they happened to walk upon a karate place. Mm-hmm. And the guy came out. The guy came out. I know it. It's 30. 3 is 30. I got it. People can wait on me. I'm in a new spot. What time is it? It's not even nine o'clock yet. You think I care about those people through that plexiglass window? Honestly, do you actually think at this point in my life, I care about what those two people are doing? It's a new walk. It's a new walk. Walk right out. Um, No. Okay. So, so. He, the guy came out and asked Billy Blanks and the gang, hey, do you want to try karate? And, of course, they're gang guys. you know. And back then, Billy was cool with this this podcast, Steve. He was like, we just fought back then. Nobody had guns and everything else. We were in gangs. We just 
oh, just beat like, up each other with their fists. Yeah, yeah with their fists. Okay. And uh, but the gangs were like, oh, that's you know wussy stuff, whatever. So everybody left and walked their own ways back home. Well, Billy waited till nobody could see him, and he turned back around and went to the karate place, and he said that changed his life. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. You might want to listen to that. But, that that sounds know, right. Yeah. I it's mean, not for everybody. But he, uh, so what What was his general walk, you think, as far as um, that was so interesting to you? Well, uh, he didn't have Christ in his life. You know, so okay. his his walk with that was like I had everything. Mm-hmm. I was teaching everything. I was all this, and then one kid came in and 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 was talking God, and he was like, "Man, I think I want to go to church with you." And he said it changed his life. So he huh. he speaks the word of like, "What you say is what you'll be," and he pulled it up. I don't know what verse it was in. Maybe maybe it was Ephesians. I don't know, Steve. Um, but he talked about that. So he's a very positive person. Hmm. And I think we've lost that. And, and I think that's what this is all resetting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, do I think it's nice the world is taking a time out? Yeah. I think it needed it. You know, yeah. I, I think it was, I think we were taking a lot of things for granted mm. and consuming, consuming and beating the shit out of this earth mm. that, you know, we don't have long to live on anyway. Yeah. You know, and then you take life. Ben is probably our youngest guy in this room, but like, you're not promised tomorrow, and you know Steve knows that from his experiences, and we all have had them in here. Is is why not mm. be nice and kind every day? What's what's what do you got to lose? Mm. You know, and then we, you know, and and I'm telling you, Steve, you go in these grocery stores, Chewy, and the group in here is people are they're scared. Oh man, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're masking, and, oh, and yeah, it, it's it's strange times it's unbelievable it's unbelievable i mean i i think this will change us in the same way you know, there, you know, there was a cultural shift after 9-11 i would say you know i mean i think we were and i think there's gonna be a cultural shift to what direction i'm, I'm not sure a little bit with coronavirus and one way or another i mean how it's gonna shift i don't really know but it it's it's that type of shake up you know, that, that really, you know, like you're saying that time away, the unemployment, the f- fears, and then just like everything is dead silent. Like we get, we can come out of this a little bit differently. What, what it is. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Well, and, and like you said, <clears throat> I was talking to one of my clients and we were talking about like, what do you think this will do for the next step? Mm-hmm. And what people, you know, will they go back? to the rat race and do the same stuff. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, will they find a higher being, you know, us in here is Jesus Christ, but will you find something else to lean on than just yourself? Because that's what I find also is, is the people that just lean on, you know, the flesh driven. It's I'd be scared to death. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be scared to death, mm-hmm. but, um, I've said it over and over again. I'm not afraid. Mm. I'm not afraid to be called home at 51. I'd live way <laughs> above my pedigree. I'm supposed to be a bartender and work in a tree service in New Jersey. I mean, I got, this, is a, this is the last. This, this is like the last. This is the last podcast. The last signing podcast. off from here. It's good knowing you guys. No, uh, but, you know, we've talked about the, 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 the corona and, and what it's done and and so many different theories that we've been fortunate enough to hear from different doctors and different yeah. businessmen and and uh 
it's it's amazing of what what and how everybody's had their own take on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it real? Is it not real? Yeah. It's just a higher version of the flu. Yeah. 600,000 people die from obesity and heart attacks, 22,000 from handguns. Yeah. You go on and on. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing is, Corona's out there, but there's also a lot of stuff going on out there that we're forgetting that we have to protect, you know, like real different crimes that are out there. Police officers still getting shot. Oh, you man. Know, it was uh, at that stabbing in, in uh, not too far from me on I-40. That strawberry was, plains. Oh, my God. That was horrifying. That's still out there. You know, yeah. the, 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 the stuff is still out there. So we still got to be, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, guard up, but, you know, keep our head on a swivel and yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and that you should be doing that anyway. I mean, regardless. But, but I do like the way you, you, you talked about the health and wellness and the physical part of it. And, yeah. you know, I know everybody's got to get rolling. Steve wants to get a pump on. But <laughs> I, I do think that we, we keep these going again. You know, I don't I don't I would love to do another one this weekend. Yeah. Well, and, we, no matter what, we got to keep on doing our. Our, as much best as we can our normal stuff and, and it's a good time to reconnect with family because now we got time I've, I've, I've reconnected with friends i hadn't seen in a long time or ta- you know spoken to mm-hmm. to uh some family members and other yeah checking up on them is uh you know spending a little bit more time with the kids and the family i mean there's there's opportunity there for that stuff which is great you know, and it's, so it's, it's good. good. And, and yeah. people that do it, like, you know, there's a couple of my clients, we go 14, 16 hours a day. Sometimes it's nice to be still. Yeah. Because you're never still. I know not too much of it. You get, but I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. in, I'm enjoying the, um, the shifting, the pivoting, whatever we want to call it. You want the next stage. Could you just say that this is a nice time to rebalance? Yeah. Reboot, a, re, reboot and rebalance yep. out of it. So taking it as an opportunity to do that and get ready for the next one. Get, get fit, get, get, get yourself together. Get you, you know, if you got to be locked down again, you know, you got those things in place and know how to do this better the next time. If it, if it comes to that, hopefully it doesn't, but you know, there's, there's things that we can do right now that can make ourselves more resilient you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, all that kind of stuff, financially, all that stuff. And so. it does work hand in hand. And and Dr. James Chu does so much more than just work out the wood gym. He has his other activities that he does before he gets here at six in the morning, which is amazing. But physically fit and yeah. physically strong also helps your mental approach. Um, 1,000%. I mean, 100. Your mental resilience as a result of your, your the physical body. And, and we're doing the podcast out of the wood gym, so we always have to have that common denominator of health, strength, fitness is, mm-hmm. is always going to be back to one of the answers that we have all the yeah. time. And I think hey, we talked here, about it. Here's another thing. Get your sleep in. You're not going to work. <laughs> Go sleep. Get some rest. That that'll also be, make your immune system stronger. I mean, everything too. Your mental well being. I mean, that's a great time to reset. Get your eight nine hours in right now. That, that's going to make you healthier too. So there's plenty we can do right now. I love it. Yeah, Doctor James Chu's in the house. It's been a blessing, and you've helped me through this last month too. Oh, uh, likewise. We've snuck in on Sundays and had some good talks and training sessions. Yeah. And, uh, you no know, one else is in here. You're a rock, dude. You're steady. You know, at, at some point, I think this cat should write a book. He, he's the man. You know, yeah. he's the myth, the man, the legend in here. You're steady, and I appreciate it. And I love you, and good well to your family. Yeah, well, love you too, man. And, and it's back at you. It's it's always good to – I always look forward to you and I talking. It's and awesome. Everybody else, too. Thanks, Ben. All right, man. We'll see you later. Bye.